Thanks for downloading this IMSA radio podcast. podcast from the International Motorsports Association and Radio Show Limited. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced, or used in any form without permission. So, gentlemen, dice being rolled in some of the classes, and at the front of the field. I, get, I do get that feeling, Jeremy, and I, I'll, I'll take thoughts from both of you on this, but I do get that feeling, Jeremy, we've seen this before <laughs> from, uh, from the Acuras at the front of the field. The question is, what happens at their last stop? Have they got a set of tyres, and will they change? If they've got a new set, I, 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 I see you have to change, don't you? Because we did see drop-off on the second stint in, tar- in terms of issues got two of the p2s in 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 for the uh, af corsa number 88 and the tds car was in and out as well joe bradley is down there in the pit lane and further up there is the the number 80 check that it's the 80 85 machine the bright yellow machine that's in the pit lane as well so that was two of the leading P2 cars straight in, straight in. And the number 85 car is the car that had some problems earlier on, so not in contention, sitting in fifth in LMP3. 55 minutes, a bit tight, for, in fact, very tight for the LMP2 cars, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, I think they're, they're the... Well, they were there. I think they needed. They needed yeah, it. I think. I think uh, so. yeah, no, but I think uh, Nicholas Nielsen now on board of the number 88. So he's got out. Matthew Vaxiviere did an Ironman stint there as well. The plan always was to oh. have Nicholas Nielsen come in. Uh, you know, factory a Ferrari factory driver, and uh, well, they couldn't have really anyone better in the car for this run to the flag. Mario Farnbacher did stay on the lead lap in GTD. All right. So he is on the lead lap. It ahead. was tight. So he, it, uh, pretty, pretty tight. Yes, you saw Mario come through, and then. Then not shortly after came Sorensen, so he's got work to do, but critically stayed on the lead lap. Right turn, lover, from right in the centre of Europe now. On the last GTP pit stop, assuming it's green, what do you do? Do you take new tyres for peak performance or stick to the current ones for a better outlap? That is a great question. That is a great question. Do we have an award for question of the day? Because that's got Shea my Adams vote, yeah. already voted new tyres, but you've got to be extremely oh. careful with the blood boiling, with the oh. adrenaline running on that first outlap. And oh. then if you're only wanting to time an amount of fuel as well, if you've well, got to maybe put a lower amount of fuel uh, in the car, the, have you, you got the time to put the tyres on? You need pretty much a full tank. To get the tyres done in time. Would that no, be? no, no, there's plenty of time to do the tyre change, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just, but uh, if there's you, any yellows thrown gonna need, into it. You're going to need the fuel to get to the end. Yeah. GTD, here's oh, the oh. stops coming now. Remember, Gradient have made their stop. So watch Mario Farnbacher move up. He dropped down to ninth. He's already up to seventh. He'll go past the Carl Marcelli Acura that's just coming out of the uh, pit lane. Sean Creech Motorsport. What a, what a uh, battle they've had. Meantime, on the track, side by side, off the track for the Corvette. And the wheels, left-hand wheels, off the circuit as there was a big bump between the the Lexus and one of the prototypes there coming out of the Western Horseshoe. Here comes the GTP leader. This should be the last pit stop, and we've got a car stopped on. I think it's a performance tech car stopped. 
on the back and cheer Adam with the leader. Fuel and tires for both of the Acura GTP machines. We've got fuel and tires for Marco Sorensen in the GTD leading car as well, the number 27 Hard Racing Aston Martin. We've got the Lexus, number 14, in from the lead of GTD Pro. Fuel and tires, no driver change here. They are leaving Jack Hawksworth board to try and go for the Rolex. We've also got the number 12 Lexus in. That is fuel tires, and it looks like no driver change. Well, yes, yes, they're putting Aaron Tealis back in as away gets the Aston Martin. We're still waiting on both of the Acura GTPs. Uh, it's not uh, performance tech, it's fast MT on the far side of the circuit. Slightly uh, confused by the sunshine on that. That car is dead stick at the speedway turn one. It's sitting on the apron. Joe Bradley down in the pit lane. What's happened to your end? Well, we've got the 57 Winwood Mercedes. That's uh, pitted and it's gone. The 21 Ferrari had a flat battery. That one had to be bump started from the battery pack. That's gone now. We've got a flurry of cars now leaving pit lane. I think we're going to be empty for the last time. And it's a great sight, John, because these teams know once their car has pitted now and they go to the finish, all the crew's taking their helmets off and getting some cool. It's going to be a drive-through penalty for the number 12 Vassar Sullivan Lexus, taking them well out of contention because they left the box with the fuel hose attached. Full course yellow for that stranded car, the fast MD machine. That is going to be very interesting indeed. Blancfist, Albuquerque, Bamba, Renger van der Zander, Jack Aitken, all out of the pits. Already the IMSA Chevy safety truck, the AMR team, are there. Now, will this flat tow? Well. Now, how many of the GTD cars got in, and where does that leave the 66 gradient machine? Got up to, it was up to 7th from 9th before those stops. I don't think they got back ahead of uh, Mario Farmbacker in the other Acura NSX. It's going to depend where everyone else exits the pits. Jeremy yeah, Shaw. They should come out ahead of the gradient car, I think, because uh, they sh they, no one was inconvenienced there. Everybody elected to come in except for Inception Racing and the McLaren. They stayed out, so it's going to be costly for them because they definitely need a stop to get to the end. So they're going to fall behind everybody else. That was a, a strange strategic call there from, uh, in, from Inception not to follow everybody else onto the pit lane. In GTD Pro... Mar well, every, everybody yeah, everybody came, came in. in. Yeah, every, yeah. Everybody's been in now, I think, during the, immediately prior to the caution, except for the number 70 car. Uh, the he must have missed the call. Huh? Lamborghini Huracan of number 63 for Iron Links, Marco Bertolotti, who shot into the lead of GTD Pro and took a pit stop there. Yeah, he, he must uh, have been saving uh, fuel uh, out uh, there. How much of a pit stop, we'll, we'll only know, and it depends how long this yellow is, but uh, so all of a sudden, oh, who would have thought, of, of, at the, would you have predicted this at the beginning of the week, Lamborghini down the bottom of the timesheets with their new Evo 2 car, but all week they've just got faster and faster and faster with every session and they've got pretty much their best, I would say, okay. their most experienced driver on there, Mirko Bartolotti. So Lamborghini are in this battle now too. Right, let's see the timing screen reset because I don't think we've got a proper... You think? Uh, a proper uh, certainly did come view <laughs> of what is going on until they go across the start line. GT leader is the McLaren number 70, Marvin Kirchhofer, but that car missed the opportunity to come in in second and did stop in that pit stop scramble Mark Will Sorensen in the 27 Aston Martin Vantage 
for Heart of Racing. The GTD Pro Leader is WeatherTech and the 79 car. That's the AMG GT3, Maro Engel behind the wheel there. And then I'm going to wait to see who comes through next because they got split up a little bit. Here comes the safety car train right now behind the Porsche 992 Turbo S done in the matching colourway to the 963s except blue with white stripes rather than red with white or black stripes. Okay, as they cross the line then, it's Blomqvist leading for Acura from Albuquerque from Ac in Acura then a few cars between themselves and the 0-2 then a couple of three cars well more than that before the second Cadillac goes through yeah that doesn't matter because we will get the, the class split before we go back uh, to green so the prototypes will move ahead of all the GT cars P2 it's the number 35 TDS racing car ahead of Proton competition and on the lead lap, the 0-4 of CrowdStrike racing by APR. Just trying to work out if anybody else is on the lead lap. Yes. Top I think four cars should be. Yeah, I think the 88F cars on the lead lap. I'd agree with you there, Jeremy. In LMP3, we know the 17. AWA car is uh, well ahead of the game there. So this is how GTD shook out there with the stops before and after the yellow was called. It is the the McLaren that leads, but also a pit stop from the 27 Heart of Racing GTD in second. The first of the pro cars, it's third in the GT line with Maro Engel behind the wheel of the WeatherTech white, red and blue car. Then it's the 57 in third place, Philip Ellis on the podium position at the moment for Winward Racing. Then the second GTD Pro car is the Tonio Garcia-driven Corvette. And third, so third place podium position for Jack Hawksworth and the 14 Pro version of the Lexus RCF GT3. Coincidentally, their team car is next in line. That's the 12th, fourth in GTD. Aston Martin for Nicky Team is the Magnus car. Then the 93 Racers Edge Acura. Then the 63 Huracan of Mirko Bortolotti for Iron Lynx. Then the 66 Mario Farmbacher machine. So didn't get Wait. the advantage they were looking for. And... The number nine Faf Motorsports Porsche, which got the wave around there, is now back on the lead lap. Back on the lead lap. Yeah. They were my, remember, they were my. Uh, have, have they haven't stopped though? Nomination for the BDO. Oh, they could. Well, they need might a stop, need yeah. a stop because they. Oh yeah, yeah, they'll, 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 they should be. But able they'll to still be on get the, the wave lap. around and make yeah. the stop and, and get, wow. get get going. So I mean, they, they, I don't think they've got a fast enough car to challenge anything, but that's not the point. The if point is, if there's a conflagration in front of them, there you go. They could be, they could be anywhere, so long as they're on the lead lap and they've managed to strategize their way. Sorry, I've just made up a way of using that word in that car. There are two positions, three positions away, effectively, from a podium finish, and with the. GTD and GTD Pro <laughs> effectively battling as one class now, Jeremy. Yeah. Who's to bet against 
a couple of cars coming together, side-to-side contact for punctures. They could easily make up a couple of spaces and be somewhere near that GTD Pro podium. Not me, boss. No, I'm not betting against <laughs> Remember that. Remember last year, the, the, the two Porsches at the Le Mans chicane uh, on the last lap. On the last lap, how yeah, can we forget how it? how can we forget? Although, Faf do have the Hurricane to think about, the Lamborghini. So the Global Advisory and Accounting Firm, BDO, no strategy award. We'll be talking a little bit more about that shortly. Let's get to the GTP pit stops here with 44 minutes to go and let's see who takes tyres and who doesn't, Joe Bradley. Right, so the O2 Cadillac took tyres and you know what's significant, what is usually the fuel that takes the longest the fuel was hardly on there, brand new tyres took the most time in that pit stop, we're waiting for the O1 next That seems to be long Joe for the O1 Are they yeah, the o- No, no, the, o- the O1 isn't even in no, here, Joe. No. Alright, yeah. I'm sorry the O2 yeah, yeah. is the only car that came in, uh, and I think probably the reason for that, that is, um, yeah, he's going to have to wait for everybody have to, to wait go past, everybody to but go then, by, then, course, then he'll be yeah. able to take up his position against you, he should be fine. The, the main reason for that, I think, is to get the O1 car, like you were talking about a little while ago, ahead of the O2, because the zero one car is doing the full season, yeah. the zero two isn't, so uh, yeah. this gets, uh, it, it solves that problem. And now, we'll see how fast those Cadillacs are, Renga van der Zander can attack those two Acuras that will be ahead of him for the restart. Wow. Ian McCarthy tweets at IMSA Radio. In IMSA, when considering uh, an an outcome, one must always choose the most potentially dramatic option. Then second-guess themselves before having the weather or full-course yellow take the decision out of their hands anyway. It's actually written in the regs. (laughs) (laughs) Ian, that's a great tweet, mate. Thanks for being with us through this Uh, and so the new for 2023 Global Advisory and Accounting Fund BDO Norse Strategy Awards I'm torn on my nomination I did nominate Faf earlier and I think I probably will stick to that because the fact that they're coming into this in the lead lap with 45 minutes to go considering they were put down a lap after 90 minutes of running yesterday uh, the 55, uh, yes, the 55 Proton competition the LMP2 mm. car has been a little bit behind the, the, the eight ball sometimes, but they're now on the lead lap as well. The LMP2, oh, it's a tough one, but I think I'll have to go with, with five because they really have it's had a, a hand classes, behind their back. Yeah. It's in all the classes. Yes, right. Oh, right, the, right no, no, not one, one, one nomination from from everybody. That's it's yes, just a single race. Right, yeah. Sorry. Not per class. No, no, not per yes. class. No, no. We'll, we'll try and get that announced uh, before the hectic last uh, 20 minutes or so, he says. Who's got the casting vote? Responsible well, adult? No, no, I, it, no. you know, well. <laughs> well we've got at least, at least we've two got, votes so we've far. We've got two, possibly three for the same person okay, at the moment. So okay. let's see what happens. Hello to Emily Morell, who is uh, on the edge of the seat watching <laughs> the final hour. Like the gif. Emily, always like a bit of Kermit. Uh, that's, that's very that, good. That, I've not Kermit seen that the one frog before. gif. Oh, I, I use that all the time. Oh, it's, I like a, that. it's the tension gif of Kermit with his fingers and his uh, in between his teeth, teeth chattering with nerves. Shea I think there's Adam. a lot of Kermits up and down the fridge, up and down the uh, pit lane at the moment. Shea Adam Global Advisory and Accounting Firm BTO and their No Strategy Award. What are you going for? Pretty sure when I came in this morning, the number ten was down by two laps, Correct. and now the Iconic Minolta Acura is going yes. for the no, win. No. And yeah. Wayne Taylor knows how to win this race. Yeah. Just saying. 
Joe Bradley, uh, no strategy award from you. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I've got to concur with Shea. That Ooh, was exactly whoa. where I was going because when I came in there, I think when I went off this morning, there were I was having a bit of a, con- a resigned conversation with Wayne Taylor. And, uh, you know, he said those, those words, so there's a long way to go. And you know what? There was. There isn't now. And he's back <laughs> in contention. Well, that that's almost SOP as well for what we now are calling WTR Andretti Racing. Wayne Taylor Racing with Andretti Autosport to give them their full name. The dawn of a new era for them. And what might that bring? in the future great to have the andretti name back with an accurate arx we remember them from the open top cars in the past uh, they've got a really big year or 18 months andretti and uh, for them to want to be back in this form of the sport as well i think tells you exactly where imza is at the moment the inception mclaren through the pit lane we'll go to the tail end of the whole train of GTD cars. Which will leave GTD and therefore best GT car uh, in the hands of the 27 Aston Martin Vantage GT. There's the FAF car coming in as well, which has had its lap back. And uh, that will drop it. We Well, it actually probably won't drop it uh, any further in pro. No. So that car will go back out again. Well, gentlemen, it's your turn to put your votes forward. Or are you still keeping your cards? Um, no, no, I'm okay. I'm, I'm with Faf. I'm, I, I okay, all right. So two apiece. Yeah. Jeremy's got. I think, well, Jeremy. I know Jeremy's going to have something different. I could just tell. No, I'm Joke, not. No. I'm going to go. I'm going to go for Faf. I mean, yeah. oh. the, the, the number ten car. I mean, look. I, I mean, they, either they would be deserve the race, choice. To be honest, yeah. Huh? If they win the race, but I, st- I still think, given everything that's happened with all the Porsches. And, and for me, it's not just what they've done in the race, which I think has been outstanding. Yeah. I, I like their attitude at exactly. the start. They were very respectful exactly. uh, towards IMSA. They were the first of the Porsche teams to put out uh, um, a, a communique even before the official Porsche one came out. Um, that, that, I, I think that very much uh, is, uh, is in the right, doing the right way. Joe Bradley, a little update from you. Joseph? Yeah, yeah, just one of the Conolta, uh, Minolta Acura mechanics. As I walk past, he, he's showing me three fingers. So we were three, three laps, laps down. down. Yeah, I've just seen that as well. <laughs> it's a good job of the word just one lap down, wasn't it, as you, uh, as you went past that? that it's would a been. good job Joe voted for them. <laughs> yeah, well, otherwise he'd be not welcome. Absolutely. Right, well. packing everybody up, the final wave by. We're going to have something in the region of 30... 36, 35 minutes to go. This is a proper dash for the points. And once again, yep, yeah, I know it's a safety car that's pulled everybody together, but what a race we've had. We'll reflect on it in the Michelin Post Race Tech Show, which will continue uh, straight after our race coverage. We'll grab as many of the principles as we can with Shea and Joe and Nick down uh, in the paddock and the victory lane area. GTP class split going on at the moment. What a race. Nearly six hours of green flag racing in the middle of the race, which really gave us the chance to see the pace, the respective pace of these cars, teams and drivers. Quite a few stanzas of this race that have been more than 2 hours and 40 minutes in terms of looking at a full IMSA yeah. 
standard race, Jeremy. I think that's been three or four times we've been there, or, or just about that that time as well. Yeah, and, and <laughs> until uh, Johnny Palmer opened his mouth, it was almost six hours, I think, wasn't Five it? Five hours and 50 minutes, yeah, Jeremy, yeah. Yeah. until he said... <laughs> We've been, you know, it's five hours and 50 minutes since we've been good. <laughs> and there was actually oh, Johnny. a, a countdown from the responsible adult <laughs> on the Skype chat back the studios. <laughs> and it was literally yellow flag coming in 10, 9, <laughs> 8, 7 yellow flags. <laughs> I kid you not. So I ca- uh, maybe maybe the responsible adult should get the uh, the BT on no strategy. Palmer claimed that he needed something to spice up what was going on, and it was a strategic curse of the commentator. At that point, I'm Brilliant. not sure that. Uh, JP is going to get the uh, BDO no strategy award for that. To be quite honest, all right. I would say settle in, but that would be a most ridiculous thing to say at this time. A couple of splashes, uh, including for the uh, Ferrari. That's the 0-23 Ferrari. Also still in the pit lane is the 78 Green Arrow-sponsored Lamborghini. Rick Ware Racing, Biohaven prototype just going out through the pit lane they're getting their final splashes of fuel those of you here at the circuit settle back and enjoy those of you further afield take a deep breath we're going to have as I say about 35 minutes to go the safety car which is the uh, Porsche 992 Turbo S accelerates away and leaves the field under the command of Tom Blomqvist we've seen how Tom Blomqvist can start these races Blomqvist Albuquerque, Renga van der Zander Earl Bamba all on the lead lap in LMP2 four cars on the lead lap too Job for Neutert Ben Hanley, James Allen Nicholas Nielsen and in GTD, 10 cars on the lead lap. Oh, already, Blomqvist's got his foot down and spreads away from the chasing cars. Three, four cars lengths down into turn number one. Breaks quite late and manages to get the front tyres of the accurate turn in behind. There's a little bit of a conflagration. The midfield of the... GTDs were four wide there and there's all kinds of comings together how did everybody stay on there one of the Acuras was involved in that I think it was the uh, pro car yes it was looks like on the left and here comes Mario Farnbacker as well about to go past Oops, oh, the windward car and the windward car oh no yeah. windward car with a puncture to the left rear and also spinning there is uh, the Ferrari 21 AF That's Corsa. That's the AF Corsa car. Oh, There's damage carnage. all over the place. Oh, the wind, windward looks car. Looks like Vault's got some issues as well. The windward car looking for a podium position will now have to limp the whole three and a bit miles around the circuit. That's a heartbreaker. Oh, that is a heartbreak for the t- team who have fought so hard this week, Jeremy. Yeah, there was a fair bit of rubbing going on there down into turn one. Quite, but didn't really too far away to see who was 
to blame, if that's the right word. It just sort of, I mean, you know, it's just close racing, and unfortunately got too close down there in turn one. And I can see it coming off turn two. I can see the car was going slowly. Yellows. And um, of course, yeah, that's going to bring up, yeah, probably due to debris more than anything else. Yeah, there's a huge lump of bodywork just on the exit of the International Horseshoe. Oh, shame. Uh, uh, that's be a Ferrari. Yellow. Yes. Yes, it will be a short okay. yellow. So. We'll just uh, get the cars back behind the safety car. So it was four wide at one point. There was at least two cars off the track, and as they came back on, I think that was the WeatherTech car, but that was all right. That hit the back of a prototype. I hit the wall. Yeah, oh, but he hit, the he hit the Corvette. He was trying to make up a lot of places there. And Caught uh, the side of the Corvette. Well, yeah, I think so. The Look, he dives down the inside. Look at that, diving down, down the, inside. the inside of turn one, staying on the white line. Corvette moves across and just tapped him in the wall. Not that wall. Mm, and that wall again. That's the same wall that Lucas R hit on Friday. Oh my goodness. That bit of wall has broken hearts, broken Winwood's hearts this weekend. Left hand side of the car, straight, scraping the exact bit of concrete that Lucas R was pitched into when he went off the track with his two right-hand side cars. The Volt Porsche gets a full 360 the, and then continues the AF Corsa <laughs> 21, which had just come out from behind the wall, I think, trying to get to the end. is very badly damaged, and that's not going anywhere. Winward's hearts oh. are broken, and all of a sudden they will feel very tired, oh, very tired that. indeed. Handshakes all around down at Winwood Racing. What an effort. What an effort. Give them a round of applause at home, folks, and around the circuit as well. They've oh, shown some that, heart this weekend, haven't yeah, they? That's, just that's brilliant. Absolutely heartbreaking. So what's the citation for the BDO award? Uh, a strategy. No strategy. strategy. Yeah. Oh. Now, now another problem, this time for... The number 91 Porsche Kelly in GT, Moss. another one of the Kelly Moss cars, lost their 82 car uh, early on. And that's the Kelly Moss with Riley for Alan Metney, Kai Van Berlo, Jackson Evans and Julian Andlau. Not a Peugeot, Peugeot? Porsche Carrera Cup the, the talent big, in that. The big gainer in GTD pro or non-pro was number 44 car yeah. Nicky Tim uh, made up uh, one two three four positions and to emerge uh, third in the train so second in the GTD and Mario Farnbacher he was uh, seventh in GTD yeah. he's moved up to fourth and he's right behind Aaron Tielitz who is his target if Gradient is going to get on the podium this is not going to be the work of a moment here. Oh, no, it is. Oh. Because the car has fired up. Look at the bodywork everywhere. Let's go down to the pit lane. And Russell Ward is with Shea Adam. Tough, tough day at uh. the office and a tough week. And would you believe it? The same piece of concrete two times this weekend, twice this weekend has caused them their heartbreak. Yeah, Russell, I think there's a lot of new Windward Racing fans all around the world after the heart that this team showed this weekend. You'll be back at Sebring, though, because you're full-on full season championship aspirations. You know, absolutely. I mean, I just got to give a hats off to really all the crew. I mean, it was 
it was either win it or this. I mean, really, is the those are the two options that we had. I mean, we we came here and left everything on the table, and and it was uh, it was probably the most incredible race we've ever done. It was it was a blast from start to finish, and you know, Philip and Indy and and uh, Daniel and I we drove we drove the wheels off it, and the, the crew were just fantastic. And I just got to give a, a hats off to everybody, and uh, it's just a. It's just a really sad way to end it, but uh, it'll definitely be be you know one we remember. There wasn't a mark on the car until that last restart. That's a testament to you four drivers as well. Yeah, exactly. I mean, starting from the back and you know making our way all the way up to the front. We led for a long time, and you know this is you know this is the form that you know we want all of y'all to expect from Winwood Racing. I mean, we just we come here and just give it our all, and um, you know that's all I have to say. Sorry, Russ. Thank you. Uh, and that's a team that came here two years ago on debut. What do they do then? They won the race. Yeah, so, they did. Yeah, they've they've had they've uh, tasted success here, and now it's a bitter, bitter um, <sighs> disappointment for Windward Racing. But as as he, as Russell Ward said, they're just a fabulous effort all the way through. Look, you, you can't win them all, and um, that's what a race that's to happen. Run. But yeah, they, they, it was a bulb down the inside, uh, but uh, ultimately, it's um, not their day. Just looking to see for their championship points. They're seventh at the moment. Um, we, they'll drop eighth. They'll drop ninth. How long have we got left? 27. Yeah, they, they are going to drop pretty much to the back of the GTD category. There are some... Well, not to the back. Uh, not, in fact, not 20, everybody's got full season 23 either, cars. Actually. Yeah. As uh, Shea rightly said. Down to about a dozenth, I think. A dozenth? Yeah. Right. Thereabouts. Okay. Just a, a thought <laughs> on the number 44 Magnus Racing GTD car. They are second in GTD behind. Oh, and this is interesting. Behind the uh, Heart of Racing Aston Martin in their class. In the Heart of Racing car, it's Marco Sorensen. In the Magnus car, it's Nicky Team. They were yeah. the Dane train for so many years. They were teammates, they were co drivers. And, uh, well, if, if Magnus were to win, that would be a sixth. Rolex 24-hour watch for Andy Lally. Six? If, six, six. Six Rolex Daytonas? Yes. Our local Rolex dealer doesn't have that many. No. In a year, definitely not. No, no. no. Definitely not. They're, they're rare. So hang yeah, on. That's and, one and, for each arm. One for each leg. What does he do? I'm not going to ask. Yeah, he's <laughs> given them to all sorts of cool oh, people. Yeah, it's really yeah. fun, actually. But he, he's, uh, he's gone 54 races out since his last win. That was at Watkins Glen in 2017. But uh, as Peter says, he's won uh, five. He, just had a huge, he loves this place. He won, he won here for the first time on debut, actually, uh, way back in uh, 2000. Uh, two, on, 2001. 2001, sorry. Uh, two Lexus getting warnings, the 12 and the 14, for incident responsibility in amongst that. Right, shall we try this again? I feel a certain sense of déjà vu as Tom Blomqvist brings the field around again. Underneath us here at the fifth floor, green flag in the air, 26 minutes on the nose. Down towards turn one. Oh, doesn't quite get the jump that he got last time and he's going to be under pressure through turn one from the Conningham and all the Acura behind him. But once again, that... Number 60 car just punches off the corner better than anything else, including the other Acura. It's much cleaner in the GTD start as the P2 cars go through the International 
Horseshoe as well at the front of the field. Blomqvist has broken away down towards the far end of the infield. Everybody lying astern. Oh, a little bit of dust thrown up by the uh, LMP2s. This might have been the bright yellow prototype, the LMP3, that went wide. Yes, it was in the GTDs. It is still the Aston Martin, number 27, Heart of Racing, from the white, blue and red WeatherTech car in behind them. The number 44, Aston Martin Vantage of Nicky Team, then the Lex, then the Corvette, then the first of the Lexus. And Mario Farmbacker trying to make a move as well. In proper final wave by a stop in three and a half minutes for the number 32 car. Well, they're somewhat down the field, so that will not affect the top positions it's the two Cadillacs fighting together at the moment the two and the one they don't need this they don't need this these are the two drivers the exact same drivers who crashed into each other at turn one at Petit Le Mans the last time these race cars the last time these race drivers were out the 0-2 El Bamba the 0-1 Renga van der Zander it needs to be the 0-1 the yellow car in the lead of those two and it is now that may have been slightly less dramatic than we were thinking that I'm pretty certain they'll have been told in no uncertain terms Peter Mackay get those positions swapped round and don't touch each other well at the bus stop it did look pretty straightforward by this sort of standard uh, for uh, Renger van der Zander to get past El Bamber it was at the Le Mans chicane on the last lap as well although the body language of Earl's car since shows that uh, maybe he's uh, maybe he's not quite in coordination as well Chip Ganassi with the poker face as always there's no messages going through on his radio anyway but I'm sure it's busy on the pit wall right now at Chip Ganassi and Cadillac Racing wow again here comes the zero two the blue two over the top Earl Bamba side by side but backs out of it he's just using the draft I think to pull up alongside make sure that they're not being caught by anybody behind them but actually there's laps between them aren't there so it's it's of no consequence they need to be going forward not fighting each other side by side surely the drafting should be pulling them back towards the Acura in second place, which is now a second up the road, Peter. Yeah, the two the two Acuras have just used... This is a, a secret weapon that they've had since the very beginning of the race. Those Acuras on the restart, particularly the 60, but the 10 has clearly got it in the in the locker as well. Um, the Marshank Racing leading from the Konica Minolta car as well. Acura appears to just have a little bit in the pocket. John. Change for third position in GT Daytona. Mario Farnbacher has dealt with Aaron Tielitz and has put the gradient JG Wentworth NSX onto a step of the podium. That would be a great result. This is the team, but not the driver lineup that won Motul Petit Le Mans at Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta in our last, last competitive outing. They've got two GTD pros between themselves and second place in the GTD category in LMP2 Jeremy there's been a a positional change there at the front of the field as well indeed Jörg van Oetert getting past Ben Hanley he led it by .006 across the line 
think he was able to complete the uh, the pass, but it's uh, they were side by side as they came past uh, through the trioval that time. Battle on with uh, Nicholas Nielsen in car number 88 and number 55 James Allen right there as well. Uh, not sure actually. I, th I think they might have swapped back over again. Let's see if we no. can pick them up on the. Uh, it's the crowd strike car leading 04. Yeah, it's the 04 back in the lead. Yeah. So they go through to number seven. So led at the line, couldn't make it stick. Leaders underneath us again. Another lap completed. 21 minutes to go into the pit lane for the court of Mercedes that was so good. That is going to be their penalty. They were running at the sharp end of the field, led the race for a long time, improper wave by. It's a, a lap and change, three minutes and 32 seconds. LMP2 off at off, uh, the turn off one, no, turn the one. It's, car. it's the TDS, it's Van Oytet. Locked up the rear, is going into turn number one. So Van Oytet from second place, Nielsen's gone through. So it's the 88 of AF Corsa who's gone through into third. Did James Allen get through as well? I think he must have. Oh, I must have done. Sure they were so yeah. close together. Yeah, they were absolutely in a train, an Orica train there in LMP2 as they have been from you know restart to restart. Incredible stuff in LMP2 uh, as well. Sorensen still leads in GTD and overall of all the GTD and GTD Pro cars. What a story this is for the heart of racing team. Car number 27. 20 minutes to go. Oh, Where, to look? <laughs> Where to look? With well, this? I, do you know what? I was just thinking that I don't need a pair of binoculars. I need two heads and several more eyes at the moment. What a finish to this race. By my records, nobody in that car number 27 for Heart Racing Aston Martin has won the Rolex 24 before. By my records, Jay will correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, I'm sure, no, no, but uh, that's I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, that's, uh, that's the case. So what a story this would be for that team. But it's Meyershank Racing who lead for now. We've got another shootout like we did last year between Meyershank Acura and the Konica Minolta Acura once again. Yeah, and at number 27 car, uh, the, the uh, Roman DeAngelis and... Ian James have both had a third place finish. They both had an A podium finishing class. Darren Turner uh, has had a best of fourth previously. And what a career Darren's had. What a way this would be to add to that already incredible CV, including three Le Mans wins. Let's see if they can get the job done as well. It is going to go right down to the wire here. Just a reminder, the two Lexus got warnings not drive-throughs for instant responsibility at the restart. 60 penalty! The leader getting a warning only. This is another control powertrain parameter. Warning. Oh my goodness, I feel like Robbie the robot. Warning. Oh, can you believe it? What is that? Saw the penalty came up. Blomqvist, it must have been heart in the mouth moment for everyone at Maya Shank Racing when they saw penalty come up on the bottom of the timing screen as we did, not assessed any drive-through for Blomqvist 1.6 seconds at the front of the field Albuquerque in second for the Koninga Minolta Acura, what a day this would be for Acura at HPD 3.3 seconds back to the first of the Cadillacs and it is the 0-1 car, the full season car 
that he's trying to chase them down. But he just doesn't have the pace. I no. mean, the Blomqvist there last time around, 135.732. That's just a tenth of a second away from his fastest lap of the race set way at the beginning of this 24-hour race. Last two, The previous lap was a 135.8. Uh, Albuquerque got it into the 35, 35.9, which is oh just half a tenth of a second away from his fastest lap of the race. But again, it's Blomqvist... He has got the speed, no question about it. But has he got too much speed? Is he using too much uh, energy? Is he? Is that the problem? Oh. And will that come back to bite them later on? Well, drama here at the Rolex 24 as the, the TDS car. Had, so, ah, TDS car had contact, trying to make a move on the 04 CrowdStrike car, yeah. trying to slip up the inside. There was no room there at all. Yeah. And lucky not to take the CrowdStrike car with him there. It was very little room. I mean, at this stage of the race, you can't blame racing drivers for having a go, but, whoa, that was uh, a low percentage move there. So the CrowdStrike team, and look, imagine this, Colin Brown in the 60 Meyershank uh, car, along with his three teammates leading overall. Uh, Colin's dad, Jeff, is on the pit wall doing the strategy with the CrowdStrike team as well. So what a story this is as well, but it's far from over. There's only two seconds between the 04 CrowdStrike car of Ben Handley from Nicholas Nielsen. And Nicholas Nielsen just put in his personal best, Sector 1 as well. So a pace is really hotting up here. It's no holding back now. It's all in here at the Rolex 24. And Tom Blomqvist last lap, 135.650. Oh, His well. fastest lap, 135.616. He knows everything's on the line. Just, wow. he is so impressive. Coming down so to impressive. the last 15 minutes. And uh, I think we've got a consensus. The global advisory and accounting firm BDO knows strategy race. Uh, race award going uh, to the FAF Porsche team for the way they've dealt with this week. Started very early. They played the cards. They saved the car. They've used every single strategic possibility to keep that car on the lead GTD Pro lap. They've been running as high as fourth. They've just been passed, actually, by Mirko Bortolotti, but Patrick Pilet and the rest of the team, they've been classy, they've been clever, they're no strategy, and they'll take the BDO No Strategy Award for the Rolex 24 hours here at Daytona you'll be hearing more about that award through the season here in the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship quietly gone about their business and uh, as I say their statement was the epitome of class they'll be back they'll be competitive more competitive on a tight split decision they win it from the IMSA Radio on air crew congratulations to them for the uh, first of our BDO Nose Strategy Awards now at the front of the field now three seconds what about LMP2 half a second sure. at the front of the field that one's an absolute cracker as well the crowd strike machine with Ben Handley still uh, leading from Nicholas Nielsen, James Allen's right there as well. 2.1 seconds between the three of those. 0-4, the 88, the sunburst car, then the 55 of James Allen. I 
wonder if they'll tell Tom to slow down a little bit. Have they used too much energy? Lift and coast. Lift and coast going into turn seven. No doubt about that in my mind, Peter Mackay. I agree. Yeah, certainly from what we heard on board there from the number 60, Marshank Acura as well. So Tom Blunkfist having to be fast and economical and try and get the job done to win the Rolex 24-hour for the second year running for the Marshank Acura team. And what a performance it's been so far, but it's far from over. And, of course, now we're going through the traffic as well. The prototypes have come up to the back of the GT car. So if Philippe Albuquerque and Konica Minolta Acura have anything to say for this win, they've got to do it through traffic. They've got to take chances. They've got to do that job better than Blunkfist, and that's a heck of a tall order. Anybody's going to do it. It's uh, Philippe. You though. bet it. You He's got to be closer, yeah. though. Yeah. He's got to be closer, Peter. You know, yeah. Yeah. where he is at the moment, even a, a slight stutter from the leader, you've got to be almost on the tailpipes, and he's dropping away slightly. Leader coming past the fifth position GTD runner. Mario Farnbach has done a cracking last couple of stints, but fair play to the whole team. Kirkhoffer in third position in the McLaren now in GTD He's so Carl Marcelli so Carl Marcelli's gone back past Mario Farnbacher the two Acuras have swapped round now Mario was in very very early what's his lap times like 47.7 that's not up that's okay maybe he's not maybe saving a little bit of fuel full season entry that car remember but they are only a couple of seconds away from third place. It Carl Marcelli in the other Acura, the Racers Edge car. Now that's only a Michelin Endurance Cup car. Just the long races. But that's not over yet. Nicky team all over the back of Maro Engel. That's uh, not a fight for position, but it will get Nicky team closer to Marco Sorensen. Sorensen going down to the international hairpin right now in the number 27 car. Behind him, he's got a little bit of cover, ironically, from a Mercedes AMG GT3 in the shape of Mauro Engel. Mauro Engel in the white Mercedes. Prototype going through. Problem for the 63, for the uh, 93, 93 car, Marcelli Slot. Speedway turn three, coming back round. He's into the pit lane. Now, is this just a splash of fuel? They're very slow over the wall. No, nothing happening at all. So that's another position made up. Mario Farnbacher now is 2.8 seconds away from Marvin Kirchhofer. Has he got the tools to fight with? This could be a podium. Away goes the number 93. Joe Bradley was watching that. A bizarre pit stop. I don't think anybody even touched the car, Joe. No, but nobody touched the car. He, I saw the steering wiggle, whether he's come in for a vibration, but there was just a conversation that was going on between the driver and the pit wall, and after a few seconds, he was given the instruction to pull away. So, a bit of a puzzle of that. 
There he is. Meanwhile, in LMP2, uh, both Ben Hanley in the leading car number 04 and Nicholas Nielsen in the pursuing car number 88. They both set their fastest laps of the race within the last three or four laps, and they are now separated by two tenths of a second. <laughs> Nielsen's pulled a couple. He's pulled yeah a couple of seconds there. That's amazing. But as well, it's game on for LMP2. James Allen's only a, 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 yeah. a second and a half behind, yeah. and he's putting in his best. Oh sectors as well all three of them putting in their best sectors so so much to watch leaving the pit lane pit lane speed violation for the racers edge car it's going to drop them way down Carl Marcelli not even close stop plus 60 34 kilometers an hour over the limit what was he thinking about that it wasn't unfortunately it's the good news is it, it might cost him Stop plus 60. They'll, they'll, they'll cost cost one more place. Yeah, the good news is... Norris Spinelli will go through. I think so. The lap I think, I don't, well, the question is, well, if he does, then Madison Snow might Yes, he well. will. Yeah, you're probably right. I'll buy that for a dollar. Leader, 4.6 seconds. The absolute ability once in front. This number 60 car with eight and a half minutes to go the absolute ability gentlemen to control the pace get yourself to four or five seconds and then stabilize it's almost like putting the autopilot on i know that's not what's happening and i'm not decrying how hard they are trying but it's afterburners pull away get into the cruise mode manage the gap and we have seen it time and time and time again peter mckay from the start of the race through the restarts yes they've not always been at the front but once they've been there that has been the rhythm of the race for this 60 car yeah and they, they, they made that statement straight to be honest they made that statement in qualifying a week ago they made the statement throughout practice and they made the statement in the first couple of hours of the race they've shown their hand all week long they said we are the benchmark guys come and chase us if you can and that's been their strategy and they've deployed it perfectly with their four top top drivers Mark Whitelick says, surely Tom Blomqvist has been the star driver in GTP without a shadow of a doubt. Unreal pace, commitment and control. Let's not forget the uh, one-shot Paul last week at this time, Mark, as well. I think it's hard to deny that certainly Tom has shown his class here. There's been some very good supporting performances in his car and in others as well. But it's a statement. It's a statement by Acura. They set out, Jeremy, and you talked to David Salter, the man at the head of HPD there, were looking to get the headlines last weekend with pole position. They did that, prioritising that with MSR, and they've come out this week swinging overhand again. Yeah, really, really impressive. Colin Brown's been absolutely magnificent. This is so cool to see Agreed. Colin Brown get that uh, effectively a factory ride with uh, Maya Shank and uh, Acura and he is grasping that opportunity with both hands as would one expect because we know how, how talented he is look he made his debut here as a 15 year old uh, way way back a long time ago now it was for Colin he was a 15 was it it's ridiculous yeah it was team 15 if I remember right yeah, yeah it was, it was. Um, and uh, how long was oh, yeah and he he owns the outright speed record around the Oval here. 2014, that was, yeah. Nobody has gone quicker than Colin Brown around here. 
Oh, very nervous-looking Cooper McNeil on the WeatherTech Racing pit box. Um, his car is in the lead at the moment. Maro Engel on board, leading in GTD Pro. And has got cover behind yes. because Nicky Team is a GTD car in the number 44 Magnus machine. The battle's just beginning to spread out a little bit in GTD Pro. The Chevy Corvette and the Lexus, the 3 and the 14, battling for second and third. Kirkhofer has got a bit of a wiggle on in that number 70 McLaren and looks like he'll hold off the Acura NSX GT3 and Mario Farnbacher who's got four seconds back to fifth place the number 12 Lexus can we finally breathe a sigh and begin to take in what we've witnessed over the last 23 hours and 55 minutes maybe Maybe, or is there one more twist, one more dramatic turn for the 61st running of the Rolex 24 Hours of Daytona? If you've been with us for part, for some, for all, we say thank you very much indeed. For those of you who have voted with your feet and your wallet and you buying the gas to get here, a very big thank you for that commitment in the current climate. I hope you feel it's been worth it. And we've loved talking to you on 107.9 FM around the circuit. For those of you further afield, XM, Sirius XM 207 and RS2, of course, for the audio, as well as the international feed, which was incredibly well received again this year. IMSA once again getting out its message to endurance racing fans all over the world with live, uninterrupted streaming video and as television syndication partners including but not exclusive to Sky in New Zealand are new partners in the UK at Viaplay great to have you on board what a race the dark green and black number 17 is the most dominant winner to be honest some of the other cars fell by the wayside mechanical issues some contact as well at the front of the field with the scenery rather than with each other unusual amount of attrition mechanical attrition that we've seen in LMP3 but the uh, number 17 to Kane of AWA Andy Montella Wayne Boyd Nico Veron and Thomas Merrill will come out on top it might have just been traffic, but uh, Bloomquist a second slower no. than Albuquerque last time by maybe just a dose of traffic. Possibly, no, no, yeah. he's on cruise mode. Oh, he's Ooh, just big locked up. He's not. <laughs> big lock up as well. He, he should <laughs> be on cruise mode, is what I should have said, <laughs> because he's got a handy oh. lead. Just, I was, I was going to say before you mentioned that that only on the previous lap, that was the first lap since the restart that uh, Philip Albuquerque was a tiny bit quicker, quicker. than him. So I thought, OK, fine, he's just cruising. It's only three minutes to go, so just a couple more laps for Tom Blokus. But uh, don't throw away... Ladies uh, and gentlemen, Jeremy Short representing Johnny Palmer here ah, in ah, the ah. hashtag. Uh, blame the commentator. A little lock-up of the left front Michelin as he was going into the international horseshoe. There, Blomqvist, though, has gathered it all together. Three and a half seconds... 
L Let's have a look down onto the starter stand. LMP2 is just going back and forth, back and forth, but there is still the advantages in the hands of Ben Handley. 0-4 crowd strike racing, but Nicholas Nielsen is keeping him under the cosh all the time, and it's back and forth, seconds difference each lap. It's so exciting. Oh. One more, one, one more after this one, I think, Jeremy. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So let's see where the potential battles are. Looking for small numbers. Leader just got to keep it cool now. Just under seven miles to go. 783 laps. So around about 50 laps. short of the distance record at, at this stage Heart of Racing a GTD car are leading all of the GTDs including the pros that'll be two uh, races in yes. a row yes. if that is confirmed that that has happened this one however has been done on pace rather than the intervention of a safety car which contri yes. contributed to that at uh, Motul Patilamon at Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta, Peter. Agree, I totally agree, yes. It's, they, we've seen that all week, GTD cars be up the top and fighting there with the pros, Jeremy. Don't know, don't know what happened to Nicholas Nielsen on that last lap in the LMP2 car number 88, but he lost a position to oh. James oh. Allen, who was only 0.6 of a second behind Ben Hanley. So, so there's a battle for the lead in LMP2. Could Proton take the on the, on the second to last lap? Oh, my word. Going through into the chicane. There's traffic in front of them. The Proton car is right there. The red and silver car is the leader. The blue car behind. And there's traffic. Is that the right decision to go around the outside for the leader? This almost together. They are together at the kink. As the leader comes through to see the white flag. Yep. It's in the air. Tony waves the white flag for the 61st running of the... Rolex 24 hours at Daytona. It's this one and one more for the P2s unless they get lapped by the leader, and I don't think they will. No. So there's a real opportunity here for a last lap or a penultimate lap pass. The 0-4 machine, the CrowdStrike machine on the banking. Looks like the draft is playing into it. Here comes the Proton car into the braking area. Return seven, not quite close enough here, but closing in. More traffic ahead. Oh, great run out of turn seven by the Proton machine. Will certainly pick up some draft. It's the heart of racing Aston that they're going by on the high side for the leader. Here comes the Proton car. It's got a really good run. They'll get the white flag this time. Needs to duck back in and behind the leader, which he does. Now to the high side, across the star finish line. That's for the lead. That's for the win. That's for the Rolex watch going down into turn one. They're side by side. Nowhere around the outside. Nowhere around the outside. <laughs> Off the track, both of them. Really close to disaster there. Was that the one and only opportunity? Meantime... The 61st Rolex, 24 hours of Daytona, and the first of the GTP era is won by MSR Acura. Colin Brown into the 
works team and picks up a Rolex. Joe Bradley. Yeah, you can imagine the fervour here at Shank. I'm on the top perch and Colin has disappeared into a crowd. I just go and squeeze my way through and get Colin. Colin, let's have a first word with you. Fantastic. Fantastic result. You must have not dreamt this would happen. Man, it was a great day, huh? These Acura HPD guys did a great job. Myers Shank, I mean, what more can you say? Man, oh man. Awesome. Great job from the team. I can get Mike Shank as well. Mike! Sorry about that, everybody. <laughs> Mike said sorry. Mike, uh, what, a, what a week here you've had at Daytona. And to take that checkered flag, managing, as you said to me, all of those issues on the car. Honestly, it's not me. It's these guys. It's the engineers, the drivers, that team out in pit lane, Honda, HPD, Wayne Taylor racing with Andretti. We all did it as a group, and I can't thank every single person I just mentioned. We all did this. We never thought we'd do this out of the oh! box. You never knew. But I'm telling you what, HPD and Acura have won a hell of a he race car. Thank you, Mike. Got him on the line. Sorry about that, Joe Bradley, but we had, by the smallest of margins, a win for the number 55 Proton team ahead of the CrowdStrike car. A massively, brilliantly timed run to the checker. Almost a full lap behind the leaders and James Allen by point zero one six of a second. Takes it from Ben Hanley. That is remarkable. Such a close race and the top three separated by 5.6 seconds we'll get down to that in a moment the run to the line looked like it was going to be close how close was it the width of a splitter maybe maybe the width of a splitter but not much more and it's a win for the 55 lmp2 team proton competition fred portad francesco pizzi James Allen brought it home, and Jimmy Bruni wins as well. Shea Adam has the GTD winners. <laughs> Ian James, it's been a long time coming. Rolex winner. How good does it feel that you've done this with your own team? Oh, it's so amazing. This is my 21st Rolex, and who knows, it may be my last, but to win at last is just so happy, and everything that Gabe Newell's made, us, uh, made this possible for us, uh, dreams do come true. In the last couple of seasons, you guys have been sprint champions, GTD champions. This year, going for endurance. Yeah, I mean, it's just you need to pinch me to see how real this is because uh, it's just unbelievable. Everybody's worked so hard for this, and it's just a testimony about everybody in the team, the men and women that make this happen. And uh, I'm just glad to be a part of it. Congrats, Ian. Thanks. You know what? Sometimes good things happen to good people. All the work that they do for the. At Children's Hospital, that is a well-deserved win. Yeah. Two victories in class for Proton Competition. That is absolutely extraordinary. Right on the line. And James Allen given the nod to bring that car home and timed his run over Ben Han. He got a feel for the CrowdStrike car and the team. But my goodness, this race has delivered. Uh, let's pick up some more uh, interviews with winners. Uh, Jules, uh, Joe Bradley has Gilles Gounon. Congratulations, Jules. That was a very, very hard for it. Yeah, crazy race. Uh, we knew we had a good car. The team did a fantastic job. Cooper, Danny, Maro, uh, and I think we all drove fantastically. The Corvette and the Lexus were really competitive this weekend, and the Aston also. And to win the, the race with Cooper for... Oh, that's funny. It's just insane. Cuba's joined us. Cuba, 
Wow, congratulations. I can see you're emotional. This was hard fought. Yeah, I mean, right down to the wire. But that's that's IMSA WeatherTech Championship for you. So that's what we expected. We knew there'd be at least two or three cars in the lead lap at the end, and that's exactly what we saw. Um, we just uh, we knew we needed a good pit stop for the last stop to, to jump the other two because passing here is super difficult, and when you try and do pass, there's more often than not contact, and then other bad things happen. So um, the last stop was crucial. Guys did a great job. Proton WeatherTech crew, I mean, yeah, we, we got the win. Well, Roman, it's not just a GTD win in this class. It's the overall GTD win. How good does it feel to know you're getting a watch? I don't even know what to say. I mean, like, from growing up, I always wanted to win Daytona. That was, like, the that was like the pinnacle for me, um, always being, like, an IMSA fan, even more than winning the championship for me. So this is, like, I don't even know what to say. I just can't thank the heart of racing. Um, Gabe, who's made this possible for us. I don't know how many times Ian has done it and not won it. Um, he's come so close. So I'm so happy to be able to, to share the car with him. I'm going to go see Marco, too, but thank you so much. Congrats. Right, Shay, you know what you've got to do now. And uh, normally Shay doesn't uh, run unless she's been chased by someone, but she's got an appointment with four drivers on the far side of the track. And... Uh, this, the small grey clad figure, Give figure a round of applause, folks. <laughs> is, uh, who's running across the grass at the moment is Shea Adam. Take a breath, Shea. What a brilliant result as well for uh, Gradient. Played the strategy at the end and a fourth place finish for them to back up their win at uh, Petty Le Mans. Shea Adam has uh, got across the tri-oval, Shea, in the scrub. It's not the running across the trial that's hard. It's climbing up the banking and uh, just getting to the drivers. NBC's doing the interview first. John will get in there in one minute. So that is a, another win for Acura here, Peter. And uh, Michael Shank Racing uh, are making a habit of this, sharing the victories with Wayne Taylor, WTR Andretti, as we must call them now. Yeah, it's three in a row for Acura now, with two different types of car, uh, two different teams. Both of them, of course, finished one-two here the last two years. So HPD and all of that group, they, they thoroughly deserve this uh, success uh, in these incredibly tough motor races. Fantastic stuff uh, from them. So uh, the WeatherTech boys, <laughs> they've got a big celebration to have as well. They fought hard all race a lot of competition, as they mentioned, but uh, Maro Engel got the job done in the end, and he picks up a second Rolex 24 Hours winner's watch. He won it with Winward two yeah. years ago. A heartbreak for Winward at yeah. the end there. What a weekend they've had, but that is endurance, and we doff our collective caps to them. What a finish for those of you uh, in the tri-oval grandstand. On your feet all the way through. I love to see informed fans the way you were looking towards that finish. Uh, let's have a quick word with Ben Hadley with Joe Bradley. Ben Hadley, uh, that was quite a race, mate. Came down to the very, very last few metres. Yeah, it's just one of those things sometimes. Sometimes the traffic falls for you, sometimes it doesn't. And it just seemed to be I'd, I'd get a gap in clean air. And I just every time I just caught them in the wrong place. And yeah, some big straights here, so it can make a difference. Second place, LMP2 there. Ben Hanley, thank you, Ben. Elio Castroneves, three in a row, second time climbing up here in January. It feels pretty darn good. Let's do it again next year, huh? I, I can't wait for the 2024 for sure. But, um, you know, this year, no question. I mean, Tom did an amazing job. Simon did an amazing job. You know, Colin just jump in and all of a sudden dominating. So... 
I tell you, these boys, everyone, HPD, especially Acura, to build this program in a short minute, I mean, everyone, all obviously prototype, had a hard time uh, trying to survive, and I can't believe it. we were able to uh, have both cars, you know, first and second. Uh, Wayne Taylor did an amazing job as well, pushing us to the limit down there. But at the end of the day, uh, obviously, TB was, uh, was on it. So, can't thank enough. And Daytona, come on, this, is, this place and this crowd, can you believe it? How about that? I mean, we're talking about the 61st uh, edition and have the, the record crowd, amazing. So, we can't thank everybody to come up and support all of us. This is what it's all about, the racing. Racing is, uh, you, you, you lose more than win, but when you win, oh my God, you're going you're gonna to do it again. That's three consecutive races in IMSA that you've won, by the way. So I think you got a good record to keep going. I, I, you know what? I'm getting, I getting better than, like a wine, you know? Getting older and getting, getting better with wine. But I tell you what, this year was absolutely amazing. The job behind the, the scene from Acura, uh, incredible. So, so happy to start the year like that. And uh, now we'll keep it going. Congrats, Ali. I'll see you here same time next year. I hope so. <laughs> Uh, for sure, his traditional run across the trial, as we're going to have to do. Now, just a note, by the way, and Rob Chalmers has uh, reminded me of this. Shields Kunon, who we were speaking to there, uh, has now won the uh, 24 hours of Spa, the 12 hours of Bathurst, the Rolex 24 hours of Daytona. Just needs to get the Le Mans win as well. Uh, let's quickly jump in with uh, Simon Pagino. Simon, winner again here. How does it feel? This time a little bit better? I love it. I'm getting used to it. You know, I, I love uh, climbing the fence with Helio. It's kind of a nice tradition. Uh, but uh, it's amazing. You know, second year in a row. I just joined the team last year and uh, we, we've won some serious races. So um, competition was amazing. And I tell you what, uh, it was tough out there, but it was so much fun. And I hope you guys had as much fun as we had. Um, and then, yeah, it's just, I'm going to savor this one. Thanks, Simon. They, they did have an advantage. Uh, all of the, the last couple of weeks, Jeremy, they were fastest in every single uh, every single uh, session in which they competed uh, in, in the Raw. They won the pool. Uh, and they did look like the best put to, together. Let's go down to Philippe Albuquerque and Joe Bradley. Philippe, from a fan's point of view, that was outstanding. I'm pretty sure you're disappointed, though. What would it have taken? What more did you need to catch that car? Um, well, during the night, we, when we had the oil problem, we, we, we took time as well to do an adjustment to the car. That In the night, the car was brilliant. But as the day came on, the car was just not drivable. It was too much understeer. When I got in, I thought, like, this is just impossible. Like, um, you know, before would have been good. But then, you know, we never give up and we keep fighting and when we are so close and to see the win just in reach, uh, obviously because it's another Acura, you don't want to crash with him. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the whole team did a great job. We, you know, we, we tried to improve the car through the race, didn't pay off. Still learning, for sure we are learning this for the future. Um, again, um, just disappointed, obviously. I want to win, but again, I, at the same time, I, I really felt that I gave everything I had in my body, in the car, um, and um, congratulations to Acura for 1-2. No problems at all, uh, <laughs> running super hard on the curbs, and the car was still going. Amazing job by Acura. Amazing job by you guys. You were three laps down, Philippe, yeah. and you brought that back. Congratulations. I'll leave you go to the uh, podium. Thank you. 
hashtag Michelin PRT for your points arising questions. We'll try and answer any of those as well. It's the original Driven by the Audience show. Uh, that's coming up after our, our coverage here from the race. Uh, let's have uh, a quick final word from... Uh, uh, I'm just looking down to see how far away we are from getting the... Uh, presentations underway i can see babendum down there but i think we're waiting for for quite a little time to get the winners over there so let's uh, make sure that we uh, do this properly and say thank you very much indeed as we wind up our coverage of the 61st running of the rolex 24 with michelin post race tacticum hashtag michelin prt at imza radio it's been a great collaborative effort uh, the whole aim of what GTP stands for is bringing things together and allowing wider competition well it certainly seems to have worked and that's how this event has been put on in the spirit that it has been uh, in which it has been run thank you to all of the IMSA officials and to the guys at race control who are alongside us as well who've played their part in a brilliant race to all of our technicians uh, and our camera operators here at the track and of course the technicians the producers and everyone who have given us the pictures from charlotte up at uh, nascar productions and our london staff as well rob uh, as well as uh, uh, tim and kerry as well today all of our broadcast staff on imsa radio bruce and johnny jeremy peter joe shay uh, and uh, nick damon the responsible adult was Eve Hewitt. We're going to take a very short breath and hand the PA over for the formalities. Stay locked in on RS2 for Michelin Post Race Tech. Hashtag PRT. That comes up next here on IMSA Radio. And don't forget to join us for the most complete coverage of Sebring, both the WEC and the uh, Mobile 12 Hours of Sebring. Uh, in the second week in March and before that next weekend if you haven't had enough of endurance we'll be at Bathurst for the 12 hours check RadioLamont.com for our sound and vision we've got live pictures from the mountain for you as well thanks to all of you for turning up enjoy the rest of your weekend the formalities to come let's celebrate in style with the winners of the 61st running of the Rolex 24 hours at Daytona this programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check imsaradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.